Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Welcome in on this Tuesday, a very uh, unique and very happy Tuesday, unless you are a Southern Miss fan, but a unique and happy Tuesday for Ole Miss and Mississippi State fans as we're both, or we, the state of Mississippi, are sending two teams to Super Regionals. And uh, man, that that day yesterday that we talked about, the biggest day in, collectively in Mississippi college baseball history, maybe absolutely delivered we got two teams going to the supers and uh southern miss would not go down uh, without a fight yesterday that was one hell of a baseball game and uh scott barry's group is just tough as hell and and the people in hattiesburg have nothing uh they have no reason to be anything but proud uh of their guys for sure so it was a heck of a day in baseball yesterday and we're here to talk about it little late start this morning uh, we had a wicked lightning storm uh, come through the the Jackson area last night and knocked my power out at about 11 o'clock. And so I actually, I just kind of, I'm weird like this, all right? You guys are going to learn a lot about me that I'm weird. Um, I sat actually right at this window, that that window right there. I opened up the curtains and watched the, uh, the thunderstorm after the power went out. So uh, I was up uh, doing some things and just decided to kind of watch it go through. We didn't get power back until like five minutes ago. Um, and I looked at the energy outage map and the entire Madison area that I live in, like the whole area that would fit on my phone, there was one tiny little outage. I'm talking like 20 houses. Mine was one of them. <laughs> so off to a late start. But... uh I'm glad to be with you guys this morning. Thank you so much for tuning in and being with me. Uh, as you guys, a lot of you are every morning. This audience for the, the morning live stream is growing, which is pretty cool. Uh, I appreciate you guys. Uh, appreciate you guys for that. And if you're new here, if you're just joining in, I do this every morning. Starting at about 8 a.m., it varies a little bit. Some days I don't do it. Other days I'm a little bit later. Some days I'm earlier. But generally speaking, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m., I'm here with you on Periscope which is how most of you are watching right now. That's Twitter Live. Also, uh, Facebook, my Facebook page, just search my name, uh, and uh, YouTube. That right there, my name right there, I'm on YouTube as well. And it's uh, free to subscribe if you want to do that. Also, uh, wherever you get your podcast, just search. I think Mike in the Morning will turn up results. Uh, hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcast. So glad to uh, to have you guys. And a bunch of messages already coming through, so we'll just get to them right off the top. Uh, JP says, how much fun was the Oxford Regional? I can't tell you how much fun a silence crowd at Swayze was for two days, uh, especially uh, especially Sunday. Am I right? I mean, yeah, that was, that was what we hoped it would be with Southern Miss getting sent somewhere in this state. I, uh, I know that, they, I mean, everybody knew that they were going to go somewhere. And they happened to go to Oxford, and, and it delivered. I mean, it, Southern Miss was a two seed that you didn't want to see and uh, because they had two elite-level starting pitchers, high-level starting pitchers, and then they can mash the baseball, as we learned yesterday. Man, that was fun. Um, 
And then you say, today we can pull the measuring stick out. Four and 18 against Power 5 programs in um, first 12 regionals. Uh, hold on, let me read this again. Today we can pull out the measuring stick. Four and 18 against Power 5 in program's first 12 regionals. Last year regionals, eliminating Arizona State. Okay, I'm an idiot. Sorry, I didn't read your second message. Eliminating Arizona State, Florida State, beating a one-seed in Ole Miss. There's something there more than just being competitive in these games. You're exactly right, man. I mean, we had somebody text the radio show yesterday uh, that was a Southern Miss fan saying that their performance, and it was during the game, and it was like 9-2 to two at the time, but talking about how embarrassing the performance was. And I, um, I, I cannot wrap my mind uh, around that. Do you celebrate losing? No. Are, are, you, are you happy that you, you didn't win the regional? No. But if you can look at the way your team performed this weekend and say that they don't belong with the, the higher-level programs in college baseball, if you could watch what happened yesterday and this weekend and think that Southern Miss doesn't belong, you're insane. I think they proved this weekend that they do belong. No, they did not win. They scored nine runs in a game seven in a regional and didn't win. They they just ran out of pitching. But this weekend proved that they belong. And, I mean, they were a win away from hosting this year. Scott Barry's teams have always been good, but I don't know how you can be anything other than proud of your guys this weekend. Are, are you going to throw a parade for, for the team? No. But are should you be disappointed in your team? Hell no. Absolutely not. Um, absolutely not. Southern Miss proved they belonged. And, you know, it's a shame that it came down to one game because Hattiesburg would have been a nut house if they'd have been able to host. And that day's coming soon. I mean, Scott Berry's teams are so tough. I mean, that's what you learned yesterday. Going, being down nine to nothing and coming back and not only making it a game, but a freaking tight game. It's just mental toughness. And that team's full of it. Andrew says, how about them dogs? Yes, sir. That was uh, a little bit uh, closer than I expected it to be yesterday. After State went up two to nothing in the first, I thought it was going to be a blowout. Uh, Kevin Campbell was basically out of pitching, and um, you know I expected State to kind of run away with it. But I did think we learned something yesterday, aside from the fact that you know you win your regional and relatively comfortably. I know it was a one-run game yesterday, but were you ever worried in any of the games truly I mean I I wasn't I, I didn't think Mississippi State was ever um ever in doubt this weekend although yesterday was close um I think most importantly aside from the fact that you win your regional you're hosting a super like all of that's just awesome and great and the city of Starkville gets another weekend where what 36,000 people or so uh are, are going to be in town and, and all that stuff I mean every bit of that is just awesome but I think the answer of who you pitch on Sunday, if you happen to have to play a Sunday game against Notre Dame, that question's answered. And I know it's been back and forth and inconsistent and stuff like that, but uh, Harding needs to get the ball on Sunday. He needs to. I think that decision has been made. I don't think you have to do a TBA. The spot's been kind of funky uh, this season, but yesterday's performance from Harding, um, I think that earned him that earned him his spot on Sunday this weekend should there have to be a game three. I think that's who you roll out there. And by the way, I know I put the qualifier in that it sounded crazy and I knew that it was kind of ridiculous. 
Uh, but my whole go ahead and start Landon Sims take was wasn't that crazy. I mean, if they'd have started Landon Sims and gone the three innings with no earned runs, I think that would have been a, a nice, a, a nice thing. I'm still talking myself into kind of a bad take. Okay, so please forgive me. But um, Harding's your guy on Sunday. Yeah, you learned that yesterday. All right. Well, I guess it's Monday, isn't it? We'll get to the schedule here in a little bit. Those just came out. The super regional schedules were announced this morning. Um, we'll uh, we'll get to those in a little bit. So game three for Mississippi State. It is easy. It's easy. Uh, it's Houston Harding. That's your starter. Don't think twice about it. It's over. Um, I don't know what State's going to do yet. Uh, I, I guess we'll see with um, with how they scout Notre Dame, whether it's going to be McLeod or Bedner in game one. Um, that, that's going to be an interesting decision from Chris Lamonis. And, and same thing for Mike Bianco as well, because you did pitch Doug Nikhazy at least a little bit yesterday. Um, do you throw him on Friday in Tucson? Or do you keep Doug Nikhazy in game two to either seal a regional or or salvage that one game and get you to game three? I, I don't know. Um, interesting decisions coming up pitching-wise for, for both Chris Limonis and Mike Bianco as we um, as we go into Super Regional with, uh, with two teams in it, which is awesome. But, uh, yeah, it was a great crowd in Starkville yesterday, I thought, with uh, – you know, being Monday morning, basically, when the game started. Uh, I thought that was a good crowd. And then with the weather and all that stuff yesterday in, in Oxford, that was that was a good crowd as well. I, I guess people in, in Arkansas don't have jobs. because uh, And the game started later, which helps, but bomb was packed. There wasn't an empty seat last night in, in Fayetteville. I mean, I guess nobody has to work up there. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's the crowd was no different. For it being on a Monday, there's there's no difference at all. Those people are nuts. But uh, uh, anyway, really nice atmospheres this weekend. And most importantly, uh, aside from, you know, discovering Harding uh, for for Mississippi State, um, generally speaking, both teams took care of business this weekend. There was a lot of hand-wringing about regional draws and who got the easier one and who got the tougher one. And I I think we – the results kind of bared it out that while – you know, Mississippi State had to work for it some. Their draw was a little bit easier, and that's okay. They comfortably took care of business. Old Miss, uh, same boat. Southern Miss was a really good baseball team that really tested them and beat them once. But like I said going into it, it doesn't matter what your draw is. If you are the one seed, you are that for a reason. You should be better than the other three teams in your regional, and if you just play to your capability – you should win. And Mississippi State and Ole Miss both were the best teams in their regional. They played to their capability for the most part, and they won. It's it's really that simple. They took care of their own business, and you love to see it. Having two teams from this state, um, you hate that Southern got eliminated, of course, but having two teams in this state uh, going to a super regional is just awesome. And yesterday being that significant of a baseball day here and to have two teams prevail the the way they did. I mean, this is just awesome. Just awesome uh, about or awesome for this state and and baseball being played in the state. It's great. Um, JP says, just heard on the podcast talking about that Southern Miss fan that was embarrassed yesterday. Shame on him. Three more innings. I'm not sure we don't win. (laughs) I'm I'm not entirely convinced you're wrong. 
uh, for sure. Sid says, uh, from left center field crew at Swayze, Reed Trimble uh, is a baller and great kid. Fun conversing with him. Yeah, and, and you saw it too with um, the Campbell players after the game, you know, going around and high-fiving the uh, the people in the outfield uh, with trays of food in their hand, which is just hilarious to see. Um, it, when these guys embrace the kind of atmospheres they're in, you can tell they have so much fun. Uh, I heard a, that a couple of times about about Trimble this weekend, and then obviously Campbell had a blast. Um, these guys, I mean, even Southern Miss, you know, they played Mississippi State and Ole Miss every year. They, you know, they've played at Alabama. They've seen the the bigger environments, but it's usually in the midweek, and they don't really get what you got this weekend. When it's a school like Campbell or or somebody like that, I mean, hell, even Florida State doesn't play in atmospheres like the one they played in this weekend. Um, they should, and most of the time, they do embrace it. And when they do, it it's just so much more enjoyable um, when it's handled like that. And yeah, Trimble is just an absolute baller. I, I mean, he almost, I mean, what was his stat line yesterday? Uh, let me find it here. Yeah, he was three for four yesterday with four RBIs, um, and, and two of those three hits were home runs. I mean, just an absolute stud. Um, yeah, it's it's Houston Harding as the day three starter, no doubt for sure. Kelly says, I don't get wrapped up around the axle about regional draws. If you're supposed to win, then win. If you don't, you probably don't need to be in the tournament. Hey, I was saying that all week last week. I, I did not understand the hand the hand wringing on both sides uh, about the draws. Uh, the state fans that were trying to convince people like me that, no, it, it's actually harder than Ole Miss's, ah, whatever. It's not. And, and who cares? You shouldn't. And the Ole Miss people that were upset about uh, Mississippi State getting an easy draw, well, you are better than the three teams in your regional. So if you just play well, you're going to win. And uh, and that's exactly what they did. JB says Arkansas has one SEC school. We have two. Divide those live fan bases in relation to your packed house at Arkansas Comet. Yeah, true. I mean, it's um, it's a different world up there as far as how – how things are covered and, and the fan base and stuff. Everybody's all Arkansas there. Could you imagine if this state of 2.9 million people didn't have to be divided uh, by two as far as SEC schools go, and then you add Southern Miss, which absolutely takes people away? The fact that we're this successful in anything is pretty remarkable when, when you consider that. And on top of that, Arkansas, yes, a very good baseball program. They haven't been crap in football. And, you know, Musselman's a good coach. Basketball program used to be really good. Now it seems like they're on that trajectory. But Arkansas, I mean, what is their excuse? <laughs> you know? I mean, they're an awful and have been a really bad football program. And even when they're good, they're not all that good. Go look at Houston Nuts years. I mean, those were good teams, but not not that good. They're on an island of one in a state with multiple mega corporations that are big donors to Arkansas. They're all by themselves, and what's their excuse? We've got one here. Less population, divided fan base, or divided state. And then you've got people on the coast that gravitate towards LSU because it's closer. What is, uh, what's Arkansas's excuse? I don't understand. So, 
Um, Mississippi State took care of business this week in Ole Miss. Um, I talked about it yesterday morning that um, it's kind of crazy that one game was going to be a, a, such, such an impactful thing on a narrative, right? Uh, because Ole Miss fans, uh, some of them anyway, a lot of them have been really highly critical. My, I've been critical on the radio this year and, and I mean, since I've been on really about postseason success or or lack thereof. And it's kind of been a defining factor uh, with Ole Miss baseball in the last two decades. It's a it's a solid, stable program. They're always going to have good teams. They're always going to have talented players. They're going to be good. They're, they're going to host regionals. They do it often. But once the postseason has come, they have come up short far too often. And they're not getting the return on their investment like other programs, Mississippi State, for example, who's made it to five straight Super Regionals, Arkansas, who's gone to the College World Series a bunch, Florida and the SEC has gone, what, seven of the last 15 years or something like that. LSU goes to the College World Series. You, you, you don't. And what's crazy is yesterday, um, just one game, one result either affirmed that narrative or has silenced it at least for for a little while anyway because when you look at this team in particular and what they lost and what they're dealing with the fact that they got to a super regional uh, is requires an exceptional coaching job how many teams in the country would make it to a super regional after their best player tears his ACL and their future top 10 pick ace on the mound, cannot pitch anymore, has to get surgery. How, how many teams in the country could do that? I'm sure there are some, but that list is not very big. And Ole Miss teams of the past would have lost yesterday. They would have lost yesterday. A, a lot of them. And I know that because I've seen it and, and you've seen it. Ole Miss teams of the past have choked away those games. Ole Miss has not been good in winner-take-all games in regionals. They have not been good in home regionals. They've gotten out of one of the last four until yesterday, or one of the last three until yesterday. Uh, I think now, and, and there are some fans that won't like this, but I think now, regardless of what happens in Tucson, this season should be looked at favorably because winning a Super Regional without Gunnar Hoagland is an extremely difficult task. Winning a Super Regional without your ace, I mean, I don't think that's a realistic expectation. And if they do it, it it takes a hell of a coaching job and a really resilient baseball team. Um, I just don't know how how many teams would be able to accomplish this. So it's a situation that I've been highly critical of because the results, they have shown you that Ole Miss has been a good, solid, stable program that has fallen time and time again in the postseason. They didn't yesterday. They took care of business yesterday. They punched Southern Miss in the mouth and Southern Miss fired back and they responded and they won the game and the regional. Does it erase all the other times? No. If they go 0-2 in Tucson, will people be pumped about this season? No. But the the narrative that exists, I, I think, is 
it should be really watered down now because of what happened this week and this season. They went from number one to out of a regional host, just completely collapsed and responded. They were completely out of pitching. Southern Miss, uh, I mean, beat them, and you just there are so many people that knew what was coming yesterday. So many people knew what was coming, and it didn't happen. I think Mike Bianco deserves a lot of credit for that. Shut people like me up that was critical of this program this year. Because I can't say anything today. I cannot say anything today. Um, crazy how one game can can change that, right? It's um, it's pretty wild. So, ooh, JP coming in high. He said, uh, "Word, I, I don't want to repeat here." LSU traders to the Magnolia State up and down around the Gulf Coast. One out of two thousand owns a degree from LSU. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty wild, man. Uh, in this area, in the Jackson area, like I'll I'll go to Petco, for example, and they'll have a display of like jerseys that you can buy for your dogs and cats because people do that. At the one by my house in Madison, Mississippi, it's Alabama and LSU stuff for your dogs and a little bit of Ole Miss and Mississippi State. But you would think that you were in New Orleans and, and not Madison, Mississippi. You see that a lot. You, you see that a lot. Um, it really is a shame. If if the entire state of Mississippi could have the people that maybe have not attended one of the major schools. I mean, I mean, people take a lot of paths, right? People go to vocational school or people go to community college or a smaller college or just don't because that was the path that, that they took. And there's nothing wrong with that. But the people that maybe aren't alums of one of the big schools, it, it would it would be great for the state if they would pick one of these schools instead of gravitating over towards Alabama only because they win. Um I understand why that happens. I just don't like that it does. The Jackson, I mean, Jackson, Mississippi should not have more LSU stuff in any store. But it, but we do. We do. It's uh, it's weird around here, honestly. So, uh, what a day yesterday. Uh, State taking care of business, going to another Super Regional. Notre Dame can really mash. I mean, they're... They haven't seen an atmosphere like the one they're walking into, but I don't expect that team to be all that intimidated. Uh, I mean, I think state will be favored in this series and they should be, uh, but Notre Dame's going to come in expecting to win you know, for sure. They can really mash the baseball and uh, it's going to be an interesting test for the Bulldogs for sure. And then Ole Miss is heading out to Tucson where the high this weekend is going to be around 110 for, uh, for all three games. Speaking of that, the, uh, the schedules came out this morning. Let me tell you what they are. Mississippi state, uh, we'll get their Super Regional started on Saturday afternoon. One o'clock start on Saturday for uh, for Mississippi State. Sunday, they'll start at 5. And Monday, if necessary, will be 6 o'clock on Monday night for Ole Miss. Get your coffee ready, <laughs> Ole Miss fans. Uh, June 11th, which is Friday night. Yes, it is Friday night. Uh, 8 o'clock Central start. Uh, for that regional uh, Saturday, 
9 o'clock Central start for Ole Miss and Arizona. And if necessary, on Sunday, another 8 o'clock start. So get your coffee ready if you're going to be watching that one. In the ballpark there, uh, the dimensions are are wild. It's like 355 down the lines and like 410 in center, but it like comes in a little. It's weird. It's a huge cavernous type ballpark, though, a pitcher's park for sure, unless the wind's blowing out. And I saw a video uh, from Arizona's regional where the wind was blowing like 30 miles an hour. I mean, that's probably being conservative straight out, though. I mean, basically, it's like Mother Nature lined up at home plate and was just blowing out. Um, So if that happens, maybe it changes things. But it's a huge cavernous ballpark there in, uh, in Arizona. And then, of course, we got the inevitable, the inevitable, um, incredibly stupid situation where Virginia and Old Dominion will play today in Columbia, South Carolina. Old, Old Dominion is the, the host team in Columbia, South Carolina. The winner of that game will take on Dallas Baptist. So Dallas Baptist won their regional, uh, obviously beat the host. And South Carolina has been eliminated in the Columbia, South Carolina regional. But because the NCAA is really stupid and predictable, because I knew this was coming, you guys knew this was coming, when they decided to settle on 16 host sites and the super regional teams have to play at one of those 16 host sites, they have to um, because of of covid protocols but when every stadium's open to 100% anyway um i told you this was coming you guys knew this was coming and here we get a situation where Dallas Baptist and either Virginia or Old Dominion will be hosting a super regional in Columbia South Carolina Can somebody make sense of that for me? And, and it's the, it's the NCAA, right? They make their own rules. They've made up stuff as, the, as they've gone along for their entire existence. I know that's what you were trying to do. Uh, you know, you had these the, the COVID protocol stuff, and like you you made the decision that this is how it was going to be, even though it was incredibly stupid at the time. Change your mind. Change your mind. And there are people that say, well, you know, for TV, it's not that simple. Yes, it is. Yep. It's very easy. They could, at either Old Dominion or Virginia or Dallas Baptist, they could get a TV crew there. Well, they don't have to because the Super Regionals are also going to be broadcasted from these guys' basements instead of actually being on site. How incredibly stupid is that? Um, So you don't even have to get a TV crew there. Just got to get a couple of cameras. That's it. And I promise you, um, I promise you that the stadiums and the athletic departments could get it ready by Friday or Saturday. They could. But instead, Columbia, South Carolina is going to be hosting Dallas Baptist and Virginia for a super regional. It's just so stupid. But we knew this was coming. So, um, 
you ask who the broadcasters were for the Ole Miss Regional, it was Kyle Peterson and Tom Hart. And um, I really like Tom Hart for – sometimes, you know, he will get distracted telling stories and stuff and not actually, like, call the game. You know, that's like his fatal flaw. But what I love about Tom Hart is he is so prepared to talk about every team and tell you something interesting. Like, like he looked up every player's hometown. Seriously, you, you could tell that he, that he did this. Every player's hometown and found out something interesting about the town this kid was from. So instead of, you know, here's John Smith from Southern Miss and he's from uh, Tupelo, Mississippi, and he has a 342 batting average. And that's all he's got. Tom Hart's like, yeah, this kid, uh, his high school mascot was named after this explorer from the early 1400s. I mean, that kind of stuff. The anecdotes that he adds in his broadcasts, I love. He is incredibly well-researched. Incredibly well-researched. And and it really adds to the broadcast. When he's the way he was this weekend, um, when he calls football games especially, but he does it for everybody. Um, he will either go and like exist around the town or like drop references to local stuff that maybe only the locals would know about, uh, things like that. Uh, I really like him a lot and and KP is great. I mean, that, that was, that's the best duo calling regionals. It, It was the two of them without a doubt. Uh, they were loose. They recognize that baseball and sports are fun and it should be fun and, they act like it and they goof off and they're serious when they need to be. And KP adds great insight. And Tom researches everything about these teams and the towns and the schools and the players and their high schools. And I mean, I I loved it. I I really like those guys. It's a shame that um, it's a real shame that they have to do it from their basement and not be on site. because it takes away from the broadcast. But I've talked about that a lot over the last couple of days, so I'll spare you again. Yeah, Sam, Tom is so good at what he does. It's the research that that makes the difference. I mean, he's obviously very polished. Like, he understands the game and he calls it well and stuff, but a lot of guys do that. It's the next level that makes him good. It's the quirkiness. It's the being loose and having fun in the research. Uh, It sets him apart, I think. Um. Kelly says uh, KP's missing an opportunity to coach. He was saying all the right things when the game was going on. Yeah, he's the best, man. He is. uh, Those two are really good. JP says the situation sucks. USM hosted Baylor as a two in 2003. Felt for those guys, then felt for whoever emerges in this scenario. I mean, it's easy for people to say, well, Old Dominion didn't put in a bid. It shouldn't have to work that way. Did you earn it or did you not? If you earned it, you should host. Or if Virginia wins, I mean, it, it doesn't matter. This year, I, I know, was a unique year. Of course it was. Um, because COVID impacted this season, although case numbers in Mississippi especially, but around the country are just plummeting. They look great. Um, it was still going to be a weird year. So I understand why. Um, I understand why 
they thought that they had to do something different, but now they don't. They they really they don't have to do anything different anymore. Fix it. You have the time and you have the ability and the power to do it. So do it. Do right by these kids. Cause because this is this is a joke. This is just a joke. Since as I know the College World Series broadcaster national, but I feel Big Ben is the best anywhere. Yeah, he Ben McDonald's fantastic as well. He and KP, uh, you don't get better than that. Um you do not get better than that. So really good stuff. I mean, this is really exciting having two teams in super regionals, man. I uh, I love it. It's so much fun. Um, and obviously good for us. I haven't seen this yet, Craig. NJIT put a cool thank you video to Arkansas. Um, I'll look that up. I have not seen that, but that doesn't surprise me at all. Um, apparently, after they got eliminated, they went out to the hog pen and were pounding beers with Arkansas fans. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm sure they had a great time. Um, that's uh, that's good stuff. That's really good stuff. Um, sports are meant to be fun. And um, glad to see college kids having a good time while playing it. Although I did see this video. Uh, did you guys see this? Uh, this stuff makes me mad, and and somebody pointed out it reminds you of uh, the umpire from Elijah McNamee's home run in 2019 in the Starkville Super Regional when that first-pace umpire was screaming at him uh, to get around the bases. You had the same thing happen yesterday. So check this out. Uh, this is pathetic to me. I can't stand this. Um, but I, I'm a new-school baseball guy. So, I mean, watch this umpire here. Can you guys see this? Well, watch the home plate umpire. So this guy hits a grand slam. I think it's the seventh inning when he does this. It's a grand slam. And watch the umpire. Look at him. I mean, come on, man. Come on. I mean, God forbid the kid have fun playing a sport, especially when he does something good like that. I cannot stand that part of baseball. I mean, I saw somebody say, uh, thank God for that umpire because that kid almost had fun. <laughs> I mean, I hate that stuff. It's just, it's a big moment. It's It's a kid playing a game. It's not about you. Sports are supposed to be fun. When you do something good in sports, celebrate it. When you win a regional, dogpile. And if you don't, that's okay, too. I mean, there's nothing wrong with how Mississippi State celebrated yesterday, and there's nothing wrong with how Ole Miss celebrated yesterday. It's a, it's a kid's game. It's kids. They're having fun. Sports are fun. You should enjoy yourself while doing it. You're not morally superior for not, and they're not morally inferior for doing so. But an umpire yelling at a kid for admiring his home run, that's just lame. It's supposed to be fun. That kid was having fun. And the bump made it about him. But they tend to do that. So I have, uh, I've run long. So uh, thank you guys for, uh, for being a part and tuning in. And, and glad that you're with me and commenting and doing all that stuff. Don't forget to, to subscribe to the YouTube channel or the podcast feed, wherever you get them. You can find it there, just that name right there. And, um, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Really good stuff happening around here, and I'm excited to talk with you guys about it as the week goes on. Thank you for tuning in, and I'll talk to you guys again on the radio this afternoon, maybe, and if not, uh, tomorrow morning, right here 
at uh, at 8 a.m. if my power will stay on. So y'all have a good one. Mississippi Media Production.